Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. Today, I want to try and answer the question, why are there so few wrestling gyms that purely consist of adults? So why? Why, if you're an adult, are there no options for you to join a purely wrestling gym? In Alabama, I don't think there's any. Now, there's obviously tons of options if you're a kid, high school, or college age level wrestler, or like wanting to get into at that age. There's tons of options. But for adults, you're really stuck with either an MMA gym or a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym that has a wrestling instructor. Now, this question gets asked to me a lot, as well as if you go on any forum, you'll see that constantly pop up, especially after a UFC event where a guy is just dominated with wrestling. So Chemaev is a guy that everyone's talking about right now. He was the star of the UFC coming back when they were in Abu Dhabi. He won two fights in 10 days and just obliterated two dudes. And he just used his wrestling to dominate the position, got on top and just ground and pound these dudes into oblivion. Well, he won one fight with the Dars, but the second fight, I mean, he just obliterated his opponent. And so people come back and they see that and they go, well, I want to start wrestling, but I'm 30 years old. I think wrestling is the most dominant combat, combative art. And honestly, there's a lot of truth to that. You know, if you just look at the UFC landscape at who the champions are, there was a point where they were all high-level wrestlers. All of them. But again, why are there no wrestling gyms that their main membership is consisted of adults? So the first thing is, is that it's just hard. It's much harder than Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is the round limit is much less. So when you're competing in wrestling, whether it's just high school, you know, you're doing two-minute rounds. And so the explosiveness that's required is so, so much more than Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. The wrestling practices are much more intense because the sport is based upon or based on being explosive. Now, obviously, technique really matters, but I've been in wrestling rooms with good level, like good wrestlers, good wrestling coaches, where they just tell guys, look, I don't care how you do it, just get him on his back. You know, and so there is a lot more of just, no, no, do what you got to do to flat back your opponent. Do what you got to do to get this dude down. Do what you got to do to stand back up. And anybody that's wrestled, come from wrestling, at least to our gym, they wrestled in college. They talk about how they do not miss wrestling at all because the, re the practices were just so much harder for them. They were so much more grindy. Now, it gets into the second part of why it's hard. is because the risk of injury is also much higher. Wrestlers are almost just constantly, they're almost always injured. They're constantly injured. They're constantly got a knock. You know, whether it's their knee or their shoulder or their neck or their back or their whatever, you know, there's a lot of ways to get injured wrestling. And a big reason, a big part of that is one, when you're falling. So when you're getting taken down, just the force from going from standing to the ground position is much higher than if one guy's sitting on his butt and sweeping his top opponent. So you imagine I'm playing butterfly guard 
and I hit you with a clean butterfly sweep, the risk of injury is insanely low on that. I mean, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen anybody get injured from a butterfly sweep. Same is true for other sweeps. Like the risk of injury when you're being swept from, again, a guy's on bottom and he's sweeping to the top position, it's much less than when you're doing takedowns. Because the force and the explosiveness and then the gravity of falling. I mean, a lot of guys, horrific injuries. We had a guy tear his ACL here. We've had two guys actually tear their ACL here from low singles. Just guys came aggressively at the low single. They tried to stay up. Leg got bent funny and they tore their ACLs. Multiple pops, boom, torn ACLs. Now, tons of guys, I know quite a few guys in the 10th Planet system that have had horrific injuries from wrestling as well. A guy out in LA, one of Eddie's top black belts, one of his first couple, he broke his leg super bad doing takedowns. This is probably like seven or eight years ago. A lot of guys get injured posting, a lot of shoulder injuries from just, you know, again, trying not to get flat back. They're trying to land on their side. Shoulder injuries are super common. Then you're getting snapped down. You're getting put in these front headlock positions and guys are trying to snap you down. I mean, the wear and tear in your neck is also really difficult. And so the risk of injury, you know, you would think when guys first come in or if they're like beginner level grapplers and they haven't done a lot of grappling, you know, they don't have that five to 10, 15 years of grappling. They think that the hardest and the scariest part of grappling is submissions. Like that's where all the injuries happen. But that's honestly not true at all. Most of the time that guys get injured from submissions, it's usually just like a one or two week type injury. I mean, I've had multiple parts of my body, multiple joints popped over the years from my elbows to my wrists, to my feet, to my ankles, like popped multiple times. And I've never missed a training session from taking a pop from a submission. And I've never really seen guys again at our gym that have had to sit out for any length of time due to a submission, not tapping again, they'll be sore. They'll be real sore and it might be like a month. I mean, I say that, I mean, even when I tore my elbow, you guys remember that story of me destroying my elbow from the straight arm lock. If you haven't go back to the previous episode, but I destroyed my UCL and needed Tommy John surgery. I didn't miss a training session though. Like I came in the next day with a big elbow brace and rolled, but the injuries from takedowns, you know, When I hurt my shoulder because, I mean, I was just in turtle, kind of in the referee's position and just felt funny and tore my, um, ended up tearing my shoulder just from falling funny. And so falling is where, you know, whether it's judo or wrestling, like so many more injuries happen just from falling and falling improperly or just being taken down and you can't fall properly because the guys just got you all bound up. Falling funny and your legs getting caught, that's a big one. Tearing your ACL is really easy to do during takedowns. Especially especially if you're a guy, so you imagine that you've got an adult wrestling program, you know, and you're getting guys out there that really have never wrestled before, have never grappled before. They're trying to go at the pace of a regular wrestling practice. You're really asking for lots of injuries you know when you get really experienced guys going at it especially like a really experienced guy versus a guy that's not that experienced 
from my, like, from what I've seen, the, the risk of injury is much less. Like if you get a college level wrestler going against a guy that, you know, the blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but never wrestled, the risk of injury is much less. But when you get guys that, you know, two blue belts in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and they're trying to wrestle, you know, they're trying to go hard in the wrestling uh, department, you know, that's where I've seen injuries at our gym. I completely forgot. It's funny talking about, you know, just injuries from wrestling. A guy that I was teaching private lessons to, I was teaching, he was getting really good. He was almost at his blue belt. I've been teaching him for two years, but he got his leg broke. He broke his tibia and fibia, I think, from a wrestling takedown. It was like a low single type thing as well, but he hasn't been back. Like he hasn't been back to training because he broke both bones in his leg from a, uh, from a takedown. So... That's one big reason why there's a lot of more risk to injury. And also you can't be put flat on your back. And so some of those positions, guys, you know, you watch these, you know, 14 year old wrestlers in high school go at it and you'll see them. Their body is just, they look like contortionists, man. Wrestling is so hard on your hips and your lower back and your mid, like even your upper back because you can't put your back flat on the mat. So you're taking all this extra pressure, you know, your hips are getting twisted, your spine's all twisted. And it's purely because you can't put your back to the mat. Now, another reason I think is just because there's more rules. People want to do grappling, in my like in my opinion, people want to do grappling um, with the least amount of rules. The more freedom that they have to express their grappling, people really prefer. So whether they're a wrestler, like again, wrestlers can do really super well in ADCC because the rule set is so open. Anybody, any grappler can do well at ADCC. You just have to, hey, do you know what a, do you know what a submission is? Have you been training in submissions? But guys that have trained, you know, in submissions for less than two years have done insanely well at ADCC. And so people are always going to prefer, in my opinion, just going to a gym that, hey, they offer lots of different types of grappling. And that's what most gyms do. I mean, I tell guys at our gym, like, yes, we're a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym. We have Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts, but we grapple. We're grapplers. Like, if you want to wrestle and you want to stand up and try and take people down and work on your wrestling, like, come here. We'd love, we'd love to have you, you know, working on the side. And, like, when, when you're training live with us, like, stand up, you know, wrestle with our guys. But also, if the guy sits, you got to know how to pass the guard. And so that to me, it just, when you take away the rules of wrestling, it opens up and it makes grappling way more fun, way more exciting. And that really leads to another one of my main points is that people prefer subs over points. They just do. Even wrestlers do. Like they want to learn subs. We get guys from high school all the time that are just, they fall in love with the sport. We got a guy that, we've got two guys right now actually that are training with us that are wrestlers in high school. And they've honestly fallen in love with the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like, they're still wrestling in high school, and they're going to do super well this year if they end up even having a wrestling season. But they just love learning triangle chokes, learning rear naked chokes. It just, bringing somebody flat on their back doesn't have as much appeal than, hey, I could kill you with this. You know, there's just something so much more dominant, it feels like, than like, hey, you made this guy tap. Because if he didn't, you were going to put him to sleep. If you didn't let go, you could kill him. So it kind of gives you that extra, you know, primal, 
you know, the primal side of us really, you know, prefers learning subs than, you know, training with points. Now, the people that really, really gravitate towards wrestling, you know, and so all those things I just listed, and I even forgot to mention the belts, like even not having belts, in my opinion, hurts wrestling for adults, you know, especially like starting an adult wrestling program is it kind of gets to the point where you go, well, look, there's really not any adult level competitions unless you're at the world level, you know? So unless you wrestled in college and you're, you know, a monster, then yeah, you can wrestle at pans and worlds and the Olympics. Like that's a huge deal, but just, Hey, I'm a white belt level wrestler. I've been wrestling three months. Where can I go test my skills? Well, you're going to go to a Brazilian, you're going to go to a Naga, you know? And so <clears throat> You need, in my opinion, belts, especially for adults, to just give them that extra motivation to keep showing up, especially when things get hard. You know, it's just a goal. It's a way for them to track their skill. Now, something that a lot of guys bring up, especially when guys are, are feeling a little insecure about their belt rank or they're mad they haven't been promoted, they'll talk about, well, what's the point of belts? I went through that phase of like, what's the point of belts? We should be like wrestling. Wrestling doesn't use belts. They just wrestle whoever the best guy is. You know, he just beats everybody. But for starting a program, for creating a business, you know, you do need belts. That's, in my opinion, one of the big reasons belts were created. It was for retention. And it's just to give students a goal to accomplish. Since wrestling doesn't have that, you know, it just gets to a point where it's like, man, this is hard. I'm injured. Like, there's no tournaments. What's, what am I doing? You know, why am I wrestling? You know, and so if you can't keep the business running, if you can't keep an adult program running, if you can't at least get 100 students, you're not going to have a thriving wrestling gym business. And now getting to the point I was getting ready to make, the people that really need to train wrestling, the people that like, hey, all those things I just listed, they don't care because they need wrestling. You know, they've never trained it before, but they need it. And they're willing to go through those tough practices. They're willing to keep showing up are obviously MMA fighters. MMA fighters have to have wrestling. They have to be in the wrestling training room. But if you listen to those guys talk, I've heard so many UFC guys go, oh, I hate wrestling practice. Wrestling is practices where I always get hurt. Or, hey, well, how did you hurt your knee? I was doing wrestling, you know. So even listening to those guys, they bring up a lot of these points, especially just again with, hey, you. UFC fighters, probably the toughest guys in the world. They're talking about how hard wrestling is, how much they don't like going to wrestling practice, and how injured they get from just doing wrestling. But they recognize that without it, they're dead. You have to have wrestling. Now, the other people that really, you know, that, that need wrestling and that are willing to go through all the things I just said are guys that train point specific. So there's a lot of IBJJF guys that are insanely good at takedowns. Now, if they're in their gi, they're going to be very, very good at judo. Very good. But a lot of no-gi guys that didn't wrestle in high school and college, like there's multiple dudes I know, like black belt level, that are very good, at least college level wrestlers. And all they did was just train grappling. They trained wrestling, you know, with their Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And they did that and they stayed motivated and stayed consistent because they had interest in doing IBJJF level tournaments, especially the IBJJF. You watch some of those no-gi guys or guys that are really, really want to get to ADCC gold. I mean, you just watch Gordon Ryan. 
his big transformation was just he added wrestling. He started training with Olympic and really high-level, all-American-level wrestlers, and he's a college-level wrestler. Now, guys will go, well, you know, look at his match against, um, you know, the guy that he had that super fight with, with the, oh, my gosh, why am I blinking on his name? But anyways, not Kyle Dake, the, the uh, or not Kyle Dake, but um, not Bo Nickel, but the other guy he had a match with. It'll come to me in a second. But anyways, yeah, he got destroyed in the wrestling rule set. But that guy's a world team member. You know, so we're talking about the elite of the elite. It's kind of like when you get a black belt out there versus Andre Galvao or Gordon Ryan. Like, yeah, this guy's a black belt. He's been trained 15 years, but Gordon taps him eight times. Same thing. Like, Gordon is a college-level wrestler. And what I would tell you guys that are really interested in wrestling, you recognize how powerful it is. You recognize that in a fight, being able to wrestle is crucial. And one of the most important determining factors, whether you're going against a trained opponent or untrained opponent, how the outcome comes is, well, who can dictate where the fight takes place? And if you've got good wrestling, man, again, it's such, such an important, you know, advantage to have. And so what I would tell you, first of all, is don't get like some guys go, oh, I didn't wrestle in high school. Like, I feel so lost. I feel like I'm so far behind. Honestly, getting to the point where you're a high school level wrestler with your takedowns takes very little effort, in my opinion. Most guys you think about it that are high school level wrestlers. Think about this. They wrestled for two years. They really, their seasons, high school level, like our high school seasons, especially in most states, like you just take Alabama, for instance, most of those guys are only wrestling for four months at a time. They got their preseason. They've got their regular season. Total, they're wrestling four months. So even if they did three or four years of wrestling, we're talking about just consistently they're training wrestling for just over a year. We'll say a year and a half over four years. Where if you're training wrestling twice a week for a year, like you can make up a lot of that ground and you can start taking down high school level wrestlers. I mean, honestly, I'm not a very good wrestler. And I've taken down, I mean, I can take down high school wrestlers. I can also be taken down by high school wrestlers. But I also, you know, I can hit, uh, I've hit a couple of takedowns on, you know, college level wrestlers. Just again, a couple. They are infinitely better than me. But, you know, and I never work on my wrestling. I haven't worked on my wrestling since I was Purple Belt. Like Purple Belt, I was consistently working on my wrestling. But, after my shoulder surgery, after my elbow injury, like I, I just was really worried about the, the the stress, the wear and tear that wrestling, you know, was putting on my body. And so I very rarely, I will stand with guys. I do it, you know, at least once a week, I'll, I'll stand with one or two opponents, you know, and practice my takedowns. But, and I've got two or three I'm really confident in, but again, against somebody that that's especially good college level wrestler, I'm getting murdered. So it doesn't take that long, though, to get you to the skill, especially where you're taking down untrained opponents or even holding your own against high school-level wrestlers. Now, college-level wrestler, that's a whole nother ball ballgame. That's something you're going to have to consistently commit to for four or five years. That's what it seems like to me, guys that I know that, you know, they can take down college-level wrestlers, especially like D2-level wrestlers, low-level D1-level wrestlers. Like, they're training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well as they're wrestling twice a week, you know, but they're getting in there and actually doing wrestling practices. Like they're getting in there and, you know, whether it's at their MMA gym or their Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu offers a wrestling class with a, 
you know, somebody's very good, a qualified wrestler. Yeah, it takes four to five years. You're going to be able to take down those guys. Now, again, we're talking about world team members. We're talking about the high level, like the high, high, high level grapplers, you know, the guys that are wrestlers, the guys that are just absolute monsters, you know, the Andre Galvao's of wrestling. That takes a lifetime. Like, yeah, if you just started right now, you're not ever going to be able to catch them. But what's beautiful about grappling is you don't have to. You can beat them in another area of the game. So say all this to say, look, that's why there's so few wrestling gyms for adults, if there's even any. I don't know of any purely. I know Ben Askren and guys like that. I mean, Ironclad Wrestling in Alabama, they've got an amazing, especially if you're under the age of 22, they have an amazing program for kids, high schoolers, and college-level wrestlers, you know, college guys that wrestle in college. But for adults, you're going to have to just jump into, like, I know Ironclad down in Birmingham, like, if you're an adult and you want to pay a membership and you want to go through the classes, I'm almost positive you could do that. I know a couple of our guys, like Keelan, um, Keith Cavanaugh, Iris Keith, like, they've went and taken a few classes down there at Ironclad and had just a great time and really been humbled by some of those high school-level uh, wrestlers, just, just like we all would, especially myself. So... That's, again, what I would recommend, but, you know, I just think having a purely wrestling-based business that that the main focus is getting uh, adults into wrestling is pretty much going to be impossible without really dumbing down and making wrestling a a really dumbed-down version of wrestling, a much watered-down version of wrestling where you're really just showing a couple of techniques. It would almost have to be more of a kata where you're basically just like, hey, you know, we're going to go through takedowns lightly you know we're gonna go through our double leg and and there's gonna be a lot of letting the other guy do it but to actually get the benefits of wrestling and to get the combat benefits of wrestling there's only one way to do that and it's grinding in the wrestling room with real wrestlers but if you can do it and if especially you can do it and avoid any injury the the reward is absolutely just worth it so Hope that helps, guys. Hope that answers your question about wrestling and, you know, gives you hope, especially for you guys that are 25 and never wrestled. And that's something that you're insecure about. I'm telling you, you can in a couple of years, even just shoot a year, you can get to the point where you're a decent high school level wrestler, especially guys, you know, outside of the Midwest. Those Midwest level high school kids are absolute animals and they're definitely a whole nother level than your average Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama level wrestler, especially for the most part. Until next time, guys, remember the PJ, PGF, the Professional Grappling Federation, is off Friday, so everybody has a bye. We're taking a week off, but we will be back next week with more games. Catch up. If you haven't seen all the matches, if you have not tuned in to the live streams, you know, and go back, watch those. Go back and watch them, study them, and we'll be back with all new contact, all new content and all new matches starting next week. Love you guys. Have a great day. Peace.